Hello, everybody. Uh, it's me. It's Aristotle Full Throttle. I'm back in LA. I'm back at my place. See? Um, I haven't quite fixed the camera angle yet. <laughs> we always work on this. It's a work in progress. It's uh, normally five days a week. It's Monday. And you can get this as a podcast if you like podcasts, if you like to podcast and podcast and such. If you just don't want to look at this, at me, at my face, you can listen to this. You can listen to my face talking at you on uh, Spotify or any place that you listen to podcasts. So thank you for joining me. Oh, man, man, oh, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I've not been here for six weeks. I've not been in my home for six weeks. I was uh, visiting Long Island. I will be back there um, presently, as it were. Guys, don't confuse presently with momentarily, because momentarily means for, for a moment. Presently means in a moment. See? See how that works? You say, I will be there presently. I'll be there in a moment. If you say there, I'll be there momentarily. Well, then you're just going to be there for a moment. Don't go. Don't confuse the two. I would like for this uh, microphone to stay, stay where it wants to. If I could just, if I could just adjust this knob. Uh, this whole show is going to be me adjusting the microphone. I've got a very. Um, Impotent microphone. Does not want to stay. Stay. Oh, okay, hold on. Here, here we go. Here we go. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. We've got it. I'm going to spill coffee everywhere. The show will be over. We're trying to end it with a big bang. See? How was your weekend? My weekend uh, was terrible. I was actually stuck in New Jersey. I mean, almost New Jersey. I was stuck in Philly, which is basically South Jersey, if you think about it. But don't try to think about it too much. You know, remember Rocky? All those Rocky movies where it takes place in Philadelphia? Well, Philadelphia is not as charming as you would think at uh, midnight on a Friday at the airport, you know, when you're stuck there. Try to play some Rocky. Um, yeah, Rocky Balboa. He was never stuck at the airport at midnight. He'd probably punch a fool. I was on an American Airlines flight, and I was sitting there in my seat, going, "Can't wait to take off. Ready to sleep for six hours because I'm going to L.A. and I don't like to stay awake on planes. I like to go to sleep on the plane, so I do what it takes." To help fall asleep on a plane. So I sat down in my seat and I waited. And I passed out and I fell asleep. And then I hear the pilot go, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> That's something you never want to hear a pilot say when you're on a plane. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where my co-pilot is. <laughs> this is what he said. And so then I just kind of went back to sleep because I figured they'll figure it out. Is there a pilot on the plane? Will they get somebody to to... To fly this damn plane? Well, no, they didn't. They said, sorry, guys, the flight's canceled. Go home. Go F yourself. We're not going to help you. So everybody got off the plane. And then everybody at American Airlines, they said, here, call this number. Right? So they said, call this number. And then they ran away. 
called the number and they said, hey, thanks for calling American Airlines. Our current hold times, our current hold times are eight to eight hours long. Hey, hey, brother Ricky, are you there? I'm on the air. Would you like to join me on Discord? Do you have Discord uh, with? No. Okay. Okay. I'll just tell my American Airlines story. Okay. Bye. So that episode of this uh, the played, and I'm like. I guess I got to get my stuff and get off the plane. It wasn't the, the, the trip I wanted. I wanted to wake up in L.A. on Friday night. So then I'm walking around the airport, and they, say, they said, here, call this number. We're leaving now. Call this number. I called the number. I said, current wait times are eight hours. Would you like to, us to call you back in eight hours? And I'm like, it's midnight on Friday. That's longer than my flight would have been to Los Angeles. So I walked around the airport trying to find someone to help me at Air American Airlines, and they said, no, nobody's going to be here all night. You're stuck. You're stuck in Philadelphia at the airport. And I said to myself, I said, this is ridiculous. So there's nobody here to help me. There's no flights. There's no hotel. The motel, the hotel at the Marriott, the Marriott at the airport, the airport said, we're booked up. Sorry, go F yourself. And I said, all right, well, I guess I'll go lay down here on this table by the garage buy a dumpster and take a nap here. And I took a nap there for like an hour or two because I was real tired because I did what it takes to fall asleep on a plane a few hours earlier. So I woke up on a bench outside the airport. Nobody willing to help me. People looked like employees walked by me. They said they didn't even say anything. I was sleeping on a bench at an ho- airport. Nobody cared. <laughs> so, not that I, I had any, uh, no agency in the matter. So I went and go, I went to go rent a car. So I went and rented a car because I was in Philadelphia. I flew out of Long Island and landed. It was a layover in Philadelphia. See, I, I forgot to mention that. This was a layover. So I was stranded. So then I just rented a car and drove back to where I came from, which took about two and a half hours, three hours. So I did that instead. And then, uh, <laughs> then I was back at uh, my parents' house at like six in the morning saying, hey, remember when you dropped me off at the airport? Not uh, 15 hours ago. <laughs> and uh, So there, that was that. But then I managed to call American Airlines. They finally called me back and they said, well, you can get you on a plane tonight. And I got back on Saturday night in Los Angeles. I took the uh, flyaway to the Union Station and then I took a metro to the station near my place. And then I walked. It was a day of public transportation. It was 35 hours of traveling here I am, happy to give you free advice on whatever you like. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments. I'm happy to tell you that. Otherwise, American Airlines sucks. They said this to two today. I wrote to them. I said, hey, uh, you going to pay for that car that I had to buy rent myself because I didn't have any accommodations as far as you guys canceling my trip? And they said, here's $100. <laughs> I said, you know, you know how much a car costs to rent? And also to fuel and also to pay tolls. They said, you don't want a hundred dollars or 7,500 miles that you can only use with American airlines. I said, no.
I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Well, thanks for joining me. That was one of the things. Another thing today, I saw that uh, Amber Heard is trying to dig herself a deeper hole. She's on to all the talk shows the same thing. Hey, it was not fair. It wasn't fair that I lied and then people didn't like me after that. <laughs> That's basically her argument. She's like, no one can tell me that I was treated fairly on the internet. I'm like, well, you went out there and lied through your teeth demonstrably over and over again on the stand under oath just to defame someone else and also to make yourself look better than you are. And uh, it's not that the internet doled out what you what you uh, set yourself up for. That's the problem. I'm kind of sick of people's bad takes on the whole situation, the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp situation. They're like, I don't like it. They both suck. And I'm like, yeah, you cannot like it and think they both suck. But also Amber Heard is a terrible, terrible abuse of a human being from evidence and facts. You know, a lot of people don't care about that part about trials. They don't care about the facts and the evidence. This is like, this is a setback for women. No, this is do justice for an abusive person. <laughs> I mean, come on now. So it's like a double standard then. Listen, it's not equally weighted. Okay. Uh, women by far bear the brunt of a lot more physical abuse than men, generally speaking, on the whole. Uh, and it's not equally weighted. However, you you can't just make an excuse for someone like Amber Heard, who's clearly, clearly a horrible <laughs> person who who did, did a bunch of horrible things and then is upset that the Internet doesn't like her for it. Isn't that strange? I think that's funny. I'm trying to play the Sweet Child of Mine because that's uh, on the Thor Love and Thunder soundtrack. But I don't like the way the guitar sounds. Oh, Sounds like a guitar setter up in here. Yeah, maybe that sounds a little bit. Ah. <laughs> sorry about the bad tuning. I'm always sorry about that. How's it go? I'm trying to play uh hear that playing some acdc but it doesn't sound good it sounds crappy i gotta get that (laughs) (laughs) 
I just like guitar ACDC 101 and then then you do a I don't know how to play ACDC no one knows how to play ACDC how's it go it goes like this oh boy thanks for indulging me uh you know if uh if anything this is an hour of guitar practice for me which is good because i like playing guitar i like to play the drums i'm finally back with my drums very exciting very exciting if you like to play drums um there's gonna be some tribute concerts for the foo fighters coming up which i want to see if i can get a ticket to because a tribute concert to taylor hawkins who died you guys remember Taylor Hawkins, drummer for uh, Who Fight Us? Just turn the mic this way so it sounds a little bit louder. Check. Cool. Uh, yeah. If you have any requests, let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to wheedle, 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 wheedle. Glad to be back in L.A. I feel like I'm getting more done when I go away and come back and just do bursts of work, you know? Speaking of bursts. So Amber Heard, yeah, it's like the typical narcissist. Here's some advice. Some people don't like to take any ownership over their behavior. Now, she's out there going, it's not fair what they did to me. You say, well, what you did was prove, was is proven to have been defamatory. What you did, your actions, were malicious. They had to have been malicious. You had to have known you were lying. You had to have uh, done all of these things in order to be proven a defamer in court. See? Now, you are guilty of defamation. You are guilty on all counts, according to this jury, who watched you for six weeks talk about your things, and they looked at all the facts, they looked at all the evidence, and they said, hey, you're, you're a defamer, which means you're, you acted maliciously in order to hurt someone else in, publicly. You did that, right? The whole jury saw that. If you watched the trial like I did, you saw it too. You watched it, and you said, how does this person get away with all this lying? They didn't. They got caught. They got caught in a lie that they did, that they were aware of. And now she says, it's not fair how I'm being treated. <laughs> and I'm like, you did this to yourself. You brought it upon yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can't blame anyone but yourself. 
at this point. I just find that ridiculous. She can't blame anyone but herself, but she's now she's saying, well, it wasn't fair. And she's even not even denying. She's like, even if you think I'm lying, you have to admit the internet has not been fair. It's like, well, look, if you're caught doing something, the internet's going to ha- make their have their day. They're going to have some fun. I mean, I'll do this, and I imagine... I bet you could take anything I'd say and do out of context and, and have fun with it. I'm putting myself out there for that. If, if you have any advice uh, that you'd like me to give you, <laughs> please go ahead and ask me a question. I'm happy to answer any types of uh, questions you have out there. Uh, oh, there's a bird whistling. But yeah, I find it very, I find it highly ridiculous that her, she doesn't find it fair. She doesn't find it fair at all that the internet has uh, treated her the way she did. And it's like, well, if you weren't a malicious defamer and you're still trying to get spotlight, you're still trying to go out there and, and, and get some spotlight, Johnny Depp, nowhere to be seen right now, hiding, doesn't care, thinks it's over, not even going to pay her, not even going to uh, collect the money that she owes him. He's like, it's not about that for me. It was about the fact that you did this on purpose. I don't understand how she keeps digging her hole deeper. You would just think like, oh, you lost, take the lumps, walk away. No. <laughs> Saw someone on the internet to say, well, Johnny Depp already tried to sue in England and lost. He didn't try to sue her. He, tried, he sued the Daily Mail. And the judge, it wasn't a jury, it was a judge, just said, ah, I'm tired of this, I don't care, get out of here, get out of here, and basically threw it out of court. It's not the same. It's not the same as actually looking at all the facts, looking at all the evidence, look... Look at all the lack of evidence that Amber Heard had had. She had made all of these extraordinary claims, yet didn't have any solid evidence. Isn't that ridiculous? You find that strange as I do? I do. I find it weird. What do you think, Baby Yoda? <laughs> I call him Baby Yoda still. His name's Grogu. He's got a point. He's got an opinion. Yeah. That's pretty much sums it up for me. I think that that's uh, the most, the greatest advice you can give. If you have any um, questions, comments, suggestions for Baby Yoda, why would I call him Baby Yoda? His name is Grogu. I find it interesting that the third season of The Mandalorian is probably, well, it's going to have Grogu again because, you know, just dig this. Disney said, we like money. How do we keep making money? We decided to make this little cute little alien, and it was a hit the first season. And since we like money so much, even though we got him to leave the second season, and it was a huge emotional thing, spoiler alert, how do we get him back so we can sell more toys? Disney knows how to do it, man. I'm trying to come up with a riff right now. Oh, wait, I got it.
Flashy. Thank you. Go ahead, put that in your song. You're, you're welcome. Um, rock riffs daily uh, here at Aristotle Full Throttle. You can uh, just put out your hand and I'll give you rock riff <laughs> that you could use in whatever you want. Uh, I'm doing rock riffs a penny a piece, uh, collecting. One time I had this argument with somebody, and they were like, I don't, they didn't want to change a part of a song that was very difficult to, for our singer to sing on, and I said, this is a very difficult part for the singer to sing on, why don't we try a different, why don't we try writing a different part to uh, let, allow for the singer to use her vocals so that she can find a, a melody, and uh, this guy said, no, I don't want to change my guitar part, and I said, well, why not? He says, because I wrote it, and I said, well... You could write another one. And he said, no, I don't want to write another one. This is the song. It's perfect the way it is. I said, well, clearly it's not perfect. If the singer can't sing, she can't find a thing. Let's give her some room to to find a melody. How about we do that? And this guy said, no. <sighs> and I said, well, you realize there's are like literally infinite guitar parts, right? You could just infinitely write new guitar parts and he said well i can't think of any other guitar part that belongs here and i said well can i try <laughs> so then i just sat there and i wrote guitar new guitar part after new guitar part and he's like i don't like it i'm like okay how about this one then and he's like i don't like it and i said okay then how about this one then he said i don't like it he said i don't like it i don't like it and i said mike because his name is mike listen i'm not outing him there's a million mics in this world so mike do you not like it because you didn't write it? Is this why you don't like it, Mike? Mikey doesn't like it? There are literally infinite riffs, Mike. Why don't you come up with another one? If you didn't write it, and that's why you don't like it, write a new one. Because we need one here. And I don't care who writes it, as long as we have a song. See? Because I care about having a song that the singer can sing and we can all play along to. I don't really care who writes what. I don't care if you wrote this or why I wrote it or whatever. Just as long as we have a good song that sounds good to ears. And uh, some people like to throw the baby out with the bathwater. See what I'm saying? Some people don't know how to kill their darlings, as it were. There's a, that's a saying for writing and everything is kill your darlings. You have infinite things you can write. Infinite. You can come up with anything. Stop, just stop being so attached to whatever it is the first thing you came up with. You know, I find it very, um, limiting to say that you cannot come up with a new idea. Just come up with a new idea. It's not hard. Ideas are ephemeral. They're ethereal. They just happen. You just pull them out of the air and you and stop trying to think that the one idea is the best idea. It's not. There's always a better idea. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for jello. 
Um, you guys want to hear some heavy metal Beatles? Oh, ah, uh, tell you something. Understand. Uh, yeah. So I don't suggest you, uh, you know, hold on to the idea that you think is the greatest idea in the world, because it's not. Everything's really been thought of before. It's how you do it. It's how you do it this time. The one time. The only time. The one and only. Let me hear what this sounds like. You have any questions for me? Uh, nobody does, I guess. Let's see. I'm talking. Um, we're in an infinite loop now. Uh, I'm trying to like hear what this sounds like. I'm watching myself in an uh, in infinite loop right now. Oh, you can't really hear it, can you? Let me turn it up. That's a little better, right? Remember those those guys? Imagine uh, the police and Radiohead started a group together. Imagine that. I like doing this. I don't know. Just own your behavior, you know? Stop thinking that everything you do is the greatest. Maybe it's not. Oh, I saw this documentary yesterday about, what's her name, Dove Swan or something like her name is, Cyan Yellow Swan, Teal Swan. So she's a lady, she's on the internet, and she's she's a narcissistic person. I watched this whole documentary yesterday. It's crazy. She's very, very crazy lady, and uh, she makes a lot of money being crazy. A lot of people easily duped out there. A lot of people uh, quick to follow others. And by the way, I have t-shirts for sale. Uh, subscribe, like, and share. Hey, Keltalin. <laughs> welcome to the show. You're the first person here to say hello. Welcome. Oh, wait, what can I do? What can I do about it, Keltalin? Uh, let's check this out. Watch this. Ready for it? And I killed Sparky too. <laughs> Welcome. We can do intros again. Remember intros? Colleen helped me out with the audition the other day. It was for a TV show. We'll see what happens. 
We'll see what happens. You know, I like to be on TV. It's fun. You ever be on TV? It's cool. And then you get to be funny and silly. I like it. Colleen, what's going on? You have any? You want any advice? You have any advice? Do you need any advice? Advice? There's commercials. There's so many car commercials right now. Let me submit to them because I am here in LA and I can actually go to these auditions right now. Warning you to not watch a trailer is not spoiling. It kind of is though, because <laughs> you're like, don't watch the trailer because they're gonna reveal something very big. And, um, I mean, it is, but it isn't, but it is, but it isn't. Cause you're like, cause I'm not going to watch it anyway, but you now you're kind of telling me that even though you're not going to watch it, there's something really big and spoilery in it. And it's kind of, you know, it's on the fence. It's on the fence. My judgment says, uh, are you sure? Yes. I want to send a response. There you go. Uh, so my judgment is, it's kind of, it's kind of a spoiler. You're becoming pathological about this. I'm not becoming pathological. I'm just become. I'm trying to be protective of spoilers because my one of the, the most the, one of the things I enjoy most in life is going to the movie theater and being pleasantly surprised by the story that unfolds before my eyes. I don't like to find out what's going to happen in the show in the movie beforehand because then that that enjoyment, that pleasure, that excitement, that 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 revelatory feeling I have when I'm watching a movie. It will be robbed of me. It will be robbed of me. What did Childish Gambino say, a.k.a. Donald Glover? He said this, a.k.a. A.k.a. Uh, Danny Glover's son, because he's black. Everybody says, oh, Danny Glover. His name is Glover. Danny Glover's name is Glover. They must be related, because they're both black. Just like J.B. Fox and Red Fox, people were like, Jamie Fox is Red Fox's son, I decided. Because they're both black. These aren't true. But I see people do it all the time. It's funny. Okay, Dick Cheney. Well, what did what did Donald Glover say? Donald Glover said, people like to be surprised. They like to be surprised. Comedy is a surprise. Horror is a surprise. Those genuine horror and genuine comedy, surprise, surprise. Those are things that people enjoy going to the movie theater to experience. So, when you call me Dick Cheney, I'm not Dick Cheney because Keltoline says, okay, Dick Cheney. Listen, Dick Cheney is a, he's a psychopath. He uh, has no conscience. He's on his, uh, Dick Cheney is on his 10th heart, and that was just for breakfast. And that's why you warned me. Listen, yeah. But that's the thing, is like this, I'm not pathological. I think, Kelleen, and thank you for not spoiling it, but I find it interesting that there are people out there who just can't wait to tell you what, to spoil it for you. They just can't wait. They just want you to know Something is going to happen. You ever watch a movie with somebody who saw the movie and they're like, oh, this is great. Watch this. I can't wait for you to see the next scene. Because then you're like, you're, you're kind of ruining this experience for me if you're telling me that something funny is going to happen. If something funny is going to happen, it will happen every time. That's the beauty of movies. The funny parts stay funny. It's not dependent night to night. Do you see what I'm saying? Like if there's a live 
play, it could fall flat depending on the performance. But if it's a movie, just let it happen. Let the person watch the movie because it will land. <laughs> it will land every time if it's edited nicely and if it was genuinely a good bit. And that is also still relevant comedically. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, if you're watching a movie with somebody and you know something's funny, just watch the movie. Because then, let the other person experience it. Then why have trailers at all? Colleen, I don't make the rules. I don't have trailers. I don't make trailers. Here's the thing. I actually went to a Sundance Film Festival one time. Pat on my own back. Um, no, I, I bought the JetBlue ticket. I went. I stayed with uh, my friends Billy Kay and Paul Dano. You might have heard of them. And um, went to Sundance Film Festival. I actually met a trailer editor. Editor. He's a trailer editor. The reason why they have trailers, Colleen, thank you for asking that question because it is ask me anything. Why have trailers at all? Because they're trying to sell you a movie. Now, a lot of people like to know, and this is according to the trailer editor. He said, people want to know the beginning, the middle, and the end of the movie before they go see the movie. Well, I don't, personally. But he says, that's why trailers give so much away. Because they want you to show, they want to show you literally the first, second, and third act of the movie, and get this: they want you to know that the movie has a happy ending in the trailer. In the trailer, so when you're watching a trailer, and this goes for the last twenty years or so, they want to show you the beginning, middle, and end of the movie, and that the movie has a happy ending before you go to pay to see the movie. I drink your milkshake. One of the best friends from college was a trailer editor. I was just attempting to be a jerk. No, I know. So the point is, for me, Is uh, don't spoil the movie. I was at the movies the other day, a couple weeks ago, at Top Gun. Someone got on their phone. I don't understand who has not gotten the memo about not answering your phone in a movie. How much lack of self-awareness do you have that you do not realize that picking up the phone, starting to talk in the middle of an entire of a movie? Who are you? Can I have a conversation with you? Can I call you right now if you're at the movies so I could talk to you? Because what is going on in your brain, if anything? What is going on that you will pick up the phone and start talking in the middle of a theater amidst a movie? I, I would like to talk to you about that. Someone did that the other day. I, I just don't understand that level of inconsideration. Uh, you told me Top Gun was a perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. Technically a spoiler. Well, maybe. I enjoyed it. It's perfect. 
I think Top Gun was a perfect movie. If you don't like that movie, well, then I don't care. Could have been any type of... If you don't like the movie based on some kind of principle of you don't like the American military or, or, or something like that, I don't know what to tell you. It's Star Wars. The movie is Star Wars. It's like saying, I didn't like Star Wars because wars are bad. It's like, but, but are we even talking about the same thing? <laughs> Jedi Knights? Do you, know, do you know that knights were misogynists? <laughs> we're talking about a movie here. I would like to talk about this movie. Oh, yeah, Kenny Loggins. Highway to the danger zone. My way to the danger zone. That's how it's at the danger zone. <laughs> Listen, when you're flying a jet, you might ha- be on a highway to the danger zone. But in the sky, but in a car. But you're a car, but you're a jet. And you're on a highway. And watch out, don't go to the danger zone. <laughs> Kenny Loggins warned us all about the danger zone. <sighs> highway to Zone. Gonna take my way to the danger zone. That's like if, uh, if, uh, what's his name? James Hatfield. Sing it. To the danger zone. Archer. Anchor. Anchor is where you can get the, the Spotify thing. This is the same, the one and the same. Anchor. You can get this is my show on a podcast on Anchor. Val Kilmer did a Danger Zone sketch when he hosted SNL. Was he inside the Danger Zone? Because listen, Kenny Loggins warned us all. Loggins and Messina. I never seen you, Messina. Chris Evans hilariously. Happy birthday to Chris Evans. Did you know Chris Evans' birthday is today? Chris Evans plays the real life Buzz Lightyear. And also, Tim Allen's birthday is also today, who also plays Buzz Lightyear. Isn't that crazy? What a coincidence. Tim Allen and Tim Evans. Sorry, Chris Evans. They both have the same birthday. And also, they have the same birthday as 365, one 365th of humans. Well, it's not actually that uncommon. If you were in a room full of 30 people, the chances are two people will have a birthday. Um, Orkendirk says, I made this song. Can you listen? It has English subtitles. My YouTube channel is 290,000 subscribers, bro. Please listen, bro. Okay, I'll listen. Bro, let's listen to your song. I will judge your song on the air. Thank you for giving us this. Uh, what's your name, Orkendirk? Orkendirk? I can't wait to listen to this song. I imagine it's it's uh, revelatory. It's wonderful. It's incredible. Uh, you know, uh, listen. I write songs. You write songs. We all write songs here. Do you need? Uh, can you leave? The, can you put that link again? Or I'll have to type it. Actually, I'll copy it. 
This is how I do. I just copy. It's Mongol and traditional Turkish music. Well, let's take a listen. I do like uh, trap music. Yeah, well, I'm trying to get this. Uh, trying to get the link over to my phone. It's not as easy as uh, it's not as easy as pie would be, and it's not as a piece. Of, it's not as piece of cake as a cake would be. All right, new note. Come on, there we go. I'm gonna open my notes. Magically, it will appear. Let's listen to this song. Ready, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give. Uh, he's got two hundred ninety. Tell all your subscribers to subscribe to my channel because I'm about to do a live reaction. Tell them to come here, watch the show, subscribe, and uh, for a live reaction from Aristotle Full Throttle. Ready? Oh, you play that. You play that instrument with the, the strings. Or you're using a detuner on your voice. Ready? He's got a bowed instrument there. Oh, that sounds good. I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds auto-tuned. That's okay, because it's a style. I mean, you could be cursing me out right now, but I don't know. I can hear the trap part. Bring your friends. Uh, I can hear the trap beats, and I can see that you're also working your traps in this video. See, you're doing uh, so you're doing some some deltoid and trap work here. There's a, the video. If you, by the way, can I comment on the video? Because it looks like you're working out mostly. Oh, you're saying same system, exactly same. Do you want speed? Gear up. I hit the gas, so it shook me. Which one are you? Are you the guy playing the instrument or the guy working out his traps? Uh, trap Lord. Thanks, I am Twitch Lord. Remember to subscribe. I'll, li I'll listen to your song and I'll judge it li live here on the air. That's the new thing I'm doing now. Since about two minutes ago. This guy's fierce. He's, he's going beast mode. Uh-huh. It's got that slow trap. I like it. Congratulations on your song. I will judge music from all over the planet. Send us your music here at Aristotle Fulcrata. Yeah. The hunger that I experience is so unimportant. I can't go back without lifting. This song, I'm gonna listen to this song at the gym next time I go to the gym. I'm gonna think about working out my traps while listening to traps. What did you record this on? I like that instrument. What is that called? That instrument. It's got two strings.
I like it. Congratulations on your cool song. It's trappy. Where can I get this? Where can I get this album? Oh, this is the guy. He's, he's edited out, but he's doing the ropes. <laughs> I think that's funny. He's trying to protect his identity. You go to the gym, you might be in a music video. Watch out. What do the ropes do? They make your arms bigger? They make your arms? I'm working on my arms too. Cool, bro. Okundirk. Ork Undirk. What's your name? Ork Orkundirk. Orkundirk. Thanks for uh, providing us with uh, some some music. I liked it. It was a trap beat. Um, I don't know what you're saying, but you were you were very you're working out a lot, and and you seem very dedicated to your craft, and also you you you're working out and playing instruments. I, I approve. If you have any requests for me, um, I'm happy to continue to play some guitar. I, I just like to play that riff stranglehold. Din Blossoms? Found out about you. Eve six, I don't even know the first five Eves. You know, you know Eve six. I don't like. What's the band that said? I will swallow my pride. I will choke on the rinds, and but the lack thereof will leave me empty inside. Is that Eve six or is that Orkin or or Leander? I forget. But because the song is terrible, it's a bad song where he says, "I will swallow my pride. I will choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof." What kind of rock song are you playing here, bro? The lack thereof. He's like, I don't know lyrics, how they work. I just want to try to. Eve 6. What did Eve 6 sing? Sorry, I'm a 90s kick. So listen to CDs moment. The Gin Blossoms. What they sang, found out. I like the Gin Blossoms. They're pretty good. You know, their bass player almost borrowed my bass one time because his bass broke. And then my friend who worked a concert, she said, do you have a bass? I said, yeah. She said, my my friend, he needs a bass. He's in the gin blossoms. <laughs> so I was like, uh, sure, he could borrow my bass, but then he didn't need my bass. Hey, Jealousy. Let's see what the song goes. Hey, Jealousy. 
That's it. That's the whole song, I think. So tell me, do you think you'll be all right if I could just crash here tonight? You can say I'm no shape for driving, and I'm so tilt where to go. Not, not me, that's there. Double, double, yabba, debo, day. Rabba, rabba, tim, tim, lap, lap. Rabba, dotten, dida, dida, dida. Hey, jealousy. Hey, jealousy. Jealousy. Yeah, that sounds. That's a that's a pop song right there. Three chords. That's all you need. That's all you need, and you're done. Three and done. I don't think it changes. He's like. You know, try to make it interesting. Nope. Never changes. Good song. I've blown the whole thing years ago. Not that deep down. If you're following along at home, it's D, E minor, well, E, F sharp minor, E. Get out your instruments. That's Elastica, right? I like that song, Elastica. <laughs> That's Elastica. See, yeah, just shout it out and I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Let's see. How's it go? That's a cool song. Uh, happy to play more songs for you. <laughs> hey, Jealousy. See, Jim Bossoms, they, they kept it simple. They kept it simple. They wrote pop songs that were catchy. Three chords. I like it. You might hate it, but I like it. I find I like I enjoy the simplicity of it. Sometimes people think that things can't be simple. <laughs> But they can be, and be simple and and wonderful. There's like a whole cuisine based on only having four ingredients of anything. No more than four ingredients for anything. And the simplicity is what lends itself to uh, the beauty, I think. A lot of times, simple is beautiful. Do you have any uh, more uh, requests for the next ten minutes before I... (laughs) Before I leave you with this, um, Elastica, I haven't heard that band. Veruca Salt, I actually don't know any Veruca Salt on guitar, but I've seen them uh, one time and they were excellent. I love Veruca Salt. Um, what's a good Seether? Let's do Seether because that's a, that's one of my favorite songs.
Rukasol's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Vrukasalt. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, how's it go? It's like, it'll be like, can't fight, can't fight the sea, the... Oh, it's got a cool turnaround in the chorus. Ready for it? Listen, I'm learning all the songs I didn't learn as a kid. Thank you for doing this. Oh, yeah, we were here for, for some ACDC earlier. Something like that, right? Let me figure out this song, though. Yeah. Can't fight the sea, though. Can't fight the sea, though. Ready? Can't fight the sea, though. Something like that. I don't know. Thunder, ACDC. How about this one? Which one is that? Hell's bells. It's noisy. It's loud. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've satisfied your '90s itch. <laughs> Have we though? Um, do you have any more requests before I go? Because I'm happy to play guitar for as long as I can. Because, uh, you know, you can listen to this on a podcast if you want. I mean, if you want to get your daily dose of Aristotle Full Throttle, you can subscribe on Twitch. You can get uh, merchandise on the Internet. You can get the shirts that have my face on them, and you can wire them around and tell everybody, well, who's that? And then people say, and then you'll say, uh, I don't know, some show I listen to is some guy plays the guitar and talks about random stuff. I love it. But you should listen to it, too. Um... Well, 
Interstate Love, uh, or sorry, Vaseline by um, STP is an interesting song to choose, Keltoline, because it's a polyrhythm. It's an interesting poly. It's a it's a polyrhythm. So the drums play. Another good. That song's cool. I forget how to play that song. It's a lot of chords. They play that chord in that song. It's pretty cool. Um, how about this one? Forgive yesterday makes me want to stay. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. I it goes like I'm half the man I used to be. Half the man I used to be. see some drawn polyrhythms. Goo Goo Dolls and the polyrhythms, yeah. Goo Goo Dolls do polyrhythms? I don't know. They go like this. I want to wake up where you are. So why don't you slide? I don't know. I don't really... I don't really hate the Goo Goo Dolls. I just don't really like them. I'm not playing cumbersome. You can go take your seven and marry three out the door. Not playing it. Not playing cumbersome. Not playing it. <laughs> Whatever how that song goes. That reminds me of... I'm still living with my goals. You know what I'm saying? Every song by Everclear sounds the same. Because he's like... Uh, I will buy you a new life. My daddy gave me away. Same song. They're basically the Nickelback of Everclears. Um, thank you for indulging me while I play guitar and and uh, yell about uh, evil narcissists like Amber Heard. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying she was very, very difficult person. Seems like. Uh, I will play the coolest song from the '90s for you right now.
I like it. I'm probably waking up all my neighbors at 1.42 in the afternoon. I mean, that was the coolest song of the 90s. Uh, other than this one. That's a good song. Uh, also, Thank you, and good night. <laughs> I will leave you with that. Uh, sorry about that. I chased everyone away with that one. You're welcome, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for indulging me. Thanks for hanging out. I'll see you tomorrow uh, after my therapy.